once you start buying and you experience like a one-time offer, it's like one-time offer, decide now, you gotta go. And so that's the potential power of bipolar marketing when you know there are these effective angles, effective personas that do actually improve your marketing. Don't try them all on the front end. Be consistent to who you are because the majority of people who engage with you are not gonna become your buyers. Welcome to Marketing with Matt. If you're an entrepreneur or business owner looking to create more margin in your life and business, you're in the right place. For more after the show, be sure to check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com. This is a trigger warning. Just kidding. Hopefully not. (laughs) My headline, my thought for this was uh, bipolar marketing. Um, But I guess I'll I'll precondition this to say that I want to be sensitive to people actually have mental health. And uh, my brother actually, he's open about it. He's diagnosed bipolar. So I'm not trying to make light of that. And uh, But it's what I thought of in terms of how this applies. So we're going to expand upon a concept that I maybe touched on earlier. And uh, here's here's a scenario. A big part of effective marketing is just being consistent, being who you are and consistently who you are. So people have a category for like what they can expect. And when you kind of agree with that, they start to be more comfortable to do business with you. This is why a lot of early folks struggle with gaining any traction because they're like, they see a, a shiny object or strategy or tactic, they try it out and they try out a different thing, they try out a different thing. And, and I'm not even talking offers, just strategy and marketing. And it doesn't work as well because it's just jarring for a consumer to be like, I don't know what to put, what category to put you in. And so, you know, proof of this is you see there's certain folks for me, the epitome of a, I don't want to say conflict marketer, um, but it's kind of like, it goes for that, like, you know, yeah. stirs up opposition, does a lot of that, is Dan Henry. And so I just right. like, I've seen him and known him a, a while, and that was, that was his style, it was his shtick, is kind of be the, um, just come in and drop a bomb, or like say something really, you know, like creating chaos and conflict, and just always posting about hot button issues, like, yep. Things that are already polarized. Yeah, his style will be like, you know, what generates conflict or buzz? And I'm going to go go for that. And um, you can make a lot of money going for this strategy. I remember like this is, there's a lot of folks who uh, don't necessarily care or believe in or are, you know, really strong about um, political issues or political lines, but they know if they, if they create, you know, Trump paraphernalia or like, you know, push that online, they're like, they get more engagement, they get more sales because all of that conflict, all of that, you know, uh, just divisiveness draws people, um, draws people in just as where it's like the, the car crash, you can't help but look at it. And we know that works, but if it's not you, it's not going to be effective, even if you try it right. Or to, to the extent that you try it. So you want to be consistent with you. And so Bipolar marketing is effective when you want to be consistently you, but you also want to take advantage of some of these strategies where you know it works, but you don't want to keep on changing your front end, if that makes sense. So like the mass, the, the mass amount of people that engage with you, like they're looking for consistency. When people get to know you more, think of it this like spouses, any sort of relationship, the deeper you get to know someone, the more accepting you are of nuanced behavior, right? And this is why you know, if you're in a loving, committed relationship, you're like, I can see them be angry or be frustrated. And it doesn't, I'm not like, oh, done, right? Because it's not, it's no longer the first impression. This is the 10th impression or they're, they're having a tired day or whatever it is. Or I might realize like, oh, they really do like to debate surface level to the masses. If you're like, it comes off kind and respectful and, and, uh, and, and it's because the deeper you get, the more nuance is allowed. 
more nuances accepted, if that makes sense. So when you're shallow and you kind of bounce between those things, it's hard to receive that. So what we're expanding upon is this idea of leveraging some of those more compelling, some of those more uh, action-driving angles after, like as the relationship deepens. So for, for me, the application was this, is if we are trying to maximize the lifetime value of a customer and in the first week. So we're trying to be like, how do we get, how do we maximize the lifetime value of the customer and do it in the first week? And uh, what I realized is most of my marketing is very attractional. Put out content, have, uh, you know, be loud about a problem. They usually are like, I'm problem aware. Or now I'm problem aware. I like your style and I want to buy your stuff. Right. It's, it's very low pressure. It's, you know, high, high volume, low pressure, if that makes sense. Like, I want you to know I'm here and I prefer to you feel drawn in rather than me like pulling you in or me, you know, forcing you there. And so you're not going to, you come in on my page and you're not going to see like 10 seconds left, the deal's going away. Or you don't see me being like, you know, having a landing page that's like, here's the num- typical price. And now I'm, I'm running a lifetime deal just for this or whatever it is. It's just, that's not the majority is like, you see the price. There it is. We might be high social proof, you know, definitely high. Like, you know, if people like our stuff and it's good, I'm going to tell you about it. Um, but more, more drawing you in, giving you, you know, confidence and conviction to buy rather than a lot of pressure to buy. Now in the first seven days, we're trying to increase that lifetime value. What I realized is, um, it clicked as like the metaphor of soap. And actually it's because I just learned about this idea that soap operas were invented to sell soap. <laughs> and so, uh, whereas like you suspend belief, when you're hearing a story and when you're in that state, you're more almost susceptible to suggestion. You're already being suggested. Like the story's suggesting emotion to you. Like you're feeling the emotions of the character there. And it's very easy to go one step further and feel the, you know, whatever the emotion, emotional state is that causes you to buy. And so in that line of like selling soap, what I realize is if I want to sell a year's worth of soap or sell more soap, once someone buys soap once, I could attract them in. So our marketing is the, the soap is amazing. You see it, you see it used. It feels so positive and wholesome and it's clean and, and toxin free and it's great soap. And you buy it once. You're like, this sounds great. Attracted in. Um, and then it was the contrarian juxtaposition here is, is now to tell the story of conflict. Now to incite a little bit more of that style, that deeper, that nuanced conversation that might've felt weird and out of place before you became a customer, but now that you're a customer, you will accept, you know, that there are certain things that I feel passionate about or that I feel convicted about, or that maybe a little bit, you know, contrarian, um, as you know, as it were. And so I thought, well, if someone comes in, they buy soap. And now the first thing I do is like, I just did this 30 minute class on, I think one of the biggest killers in our kitchen. And it, and, and, and I tell you about this and I'm like, everything you've ever heard about, everything you ever used in the world of sponges is probably silently killing you and also killing all of your dishes. And I go through this educational process, but that's very dramatic, very contrarian. Like every other sponge out there in the world is bad for you. And you take the process to educate and to inform that like there is one magical sponge, you know, through that story process, the epiphany bridge of like giving them the aha of discovering what I discovered about this sponge being the ultimate best thing ever in the world. And then the transition to, I want everyone to have the sponge. I think you need to have the sponge. I honestly feel a duty to make sure you have the sponge. And so what I would like to offer you is if you want to just pre-buy the soap that you are already going to buy anyways, you're probably going to spend this much soap in a year, but if you pre-buy your soap for the year, I would actually just gift you this sponge. It would allow me to gift you this sponge. 
So what happened there is, and where this can be useful, is when you learn about these tactics and you're like, I want to use that, put it behind the buyer experience. And then you can you can benefit from it. You can test it out. Um, but what you won't do is ruin the front end of your marketing, right? If it doesn't work, if everyone's like, oh, I'm not gonna buy, like, oh gosh, I guess I can't pull that off. <laughs> Wasn't right for me. And uh, we've done this in other ways too. Like, you know, like I said, on the, on the initial buy page or you're in a funnel, it feels very like, Take it or leave it. Here we are. You know, happy to get there. Once you start buying and you and you experience like a one-time offer, it's like one-time offer. Decide now. You got to go. And so that's the potential power of call it bipolar marketing. When you know there are these effective angles, effective personas that that do actually improve your marketing. Don't try them all on the front end. Be consistent to who you are because the majority of people who engage with you are not going to become your buyers. I really like that, Matt, because I think you have... There's only three levers really to pull in business. They say like you can either get more customers, make more money per customer, or lower your ad, like lower your costs, you know, hard or soft costs. Yeah. And so if you don't want to like be contrarian or be bipolar on the front end, because that's just not on brand, well, then the only other spot is to utilize it at, you're getting the same number of customers, but you're utilizing it to make more money per customer and testing it in that like kind of second step. I think that's really smart. Yeah. So for us, for Ascension, that's that's a great, that's a good clarification is we use this for Ascension where there are more ninja tactics in marketing that are probably a little bit more persuasive, a little bit more compelling, a little bit more effective truly in, in helping someone buy, but it feels a little bit more aggressive than we want our brand to be. And so you just wait and deploy those after they already become a customer. So now they're a little bit more open to the nuance of, you know, generally easygoing guy, but for in this moment, he got, you know, really into it and really serious about it. And you can use that to grow the business by just increasing the value per customer. Awesome. Thanks for tuning in for this week's Marketing with Matt. Check out ProfitMoreWorkLess.com to learn how we create high margin marketing. Also, if you know someone who'd enjoy the podcast, feel free to make a recommendation. I'm sure they'll thank you for it. Okay, bye for now.